Hello everybody and welcome to episode 31 of the Teacher Emilio podcast and as requested by a former student I thought it would be cool to talk about mental health, life in Australia and well all that it takes when when it comes to this topic and well basically the request was like Emilio maybe you should talk a bit about how we can deal with life in Australia, what are some tips that you would share with us and I thought it would be a cool a cool topic to cover, so big thank you. I also take this as an opportunity to let you guys know that if there is a specific topic you would like to hear, just head over to Instagram, get in touch, and I'll do my best to make it happen. And also, thank you for those of you that have already mentioned topics. I'm all, if I'm not putting the topic, it's not because I didn't listen to the suggestion, but again, sometimes it's a bit tricky finding guests and, well, you know, all the logistics behind it. But anyways, let's let's get started with this one. And one thing that we cannot overlook is the fact that sometimes in Australia, life can get very stressful when it comes to basically studying, working, saving for our, let's say, our next visa application. Maybe we want to go on holidays. And, and all these things can really add up. Then you've got the fact that we've got now let's say, life coming back into the city. For those of you that have got like office jobs, now people are being asked to go into the city or for students, people, students are being asked to go back to campus. And obviously that brings change. And let's say it also brings a bit of a disruption when it comes to our lifestyle. I've had students that used to just work and study online. Now they have to go to school for some people, it takes 15 minutes. For others, it takes an hour. For others, it takes more time. And obviously, that can really pile up and affect us in different ways. I thought, okay, I'll share a few things that I believe could be useful when we come when it comes to dealing with life in Australia and, and all these other things. But um, I have to give you a quick disclaimer before we start. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a counselor, I'm not an, a mental health expert, basically. What I would love to, what I'm, what I'm trying to do is basically share with you some of the things that have helped me. And well, anyways, with that being said, let's get started. Probably something that I noticed, especially with me, right, that really helped me uh, over the last few months, it's been to do this one very simple thing. And by the way, before I tell you, I, I want to say that all the things or most of the things that I'm going to mention in this episode are going to sound rather easy, but that's where it, that this is where it gets interesting because it is very easy. It sounds easy. It is easy to do. And on the flip side, it is also easy not to do. Okay, so the first one will be to do things that you like. And, and obviously, another note on that one would be do things that you like and that are good for you. What do I mean by this? Well, just recently, uh, if you had, sorry, if you've been following the podcast, I mentioned that um, I completed a long distance triathlon race back in June. And for the last few months, it's been lots of study on my free time. Study, obviously helping students. And when I went back into study, I, I would notice that I was really happy. And what I mean by that is that I really missed studying. To be a bit more specific, I really missed studying Japanese. 
it is something that for me it was really cool to to get back into that let's say habit or hobby to to start checking i mean a part of me when i'm listening to myself a part of me goes all right maybe not everyone is going to find this interesting but again for me learning new kanji which are those chinese characters learning kanji understanding complex grammar and and trying to read a really difficult text it's um, something that for me is fascinating and being or sorry or having that a chance to go back into that top that let's say habit that i didn't have or that i didn't do for a few months was really cool i thought oh i have to do more of this because i really enjoy it and Again, I feel that it's a good mix because it is something that I enjoy and that somehow it could help me out in life. It's basically a new skill. Sometimes, of course, it doesn't have to be just something to be productive. But hey, um, I also thought another thing that I really like to do is play video games. There is a catch with video games because a part of me feels like, okay, if I play just too much or if I'm always playing, then obviously... That could be a problem because it could be affecting me with work and other things, basically with other, let's say, goals that I've got. So I thought if we can have that good midpoint where we are doing something that we know it's good for us and we like it, boom, I think that's going to be extremely good for us. For some of you, it might be going into an old habit or maybe, let's say, starting a hobby. I know that if you're listening to this, you probably had a hobby back in your country And it could be a hobby that you really enjoyed and, you know, probably for financial reasons or maybe you haven't got enough time or maybe you're just dealing with life here. You haven't been able to do it. But hey, trying out how you, let's say, trying to find a way to incorporate that into your life here in Australia could make a big difference and help you, let's say, cope with all the difficulties and challenges that we've got here because again I remember when I was a student and life was pretty much like this study work study work work study work study if I had holidays I mean now some students must be going into holidays for three to three and a half months holiday time was not really a holiday holidays were just the time to work overtime maybe some of you are listening and you're smiling like yeah buddy that's me I'm gonna be doing some overtime And again, fair enough, you know, universities um, and let's say basically life in Australia is quite expensive. That's nothing new. So yeah, having that chance of trying something that you used to do before that you really enjoy, that would be fantastic. But again, there might be other things that you like doing, playing an instrument, perhaps going to, I don't know, going to the gym or maybe uh, practicing a sport. There, There are just so many things. Drawing, I mean... And the list goes on and on and on. But it's a matter of trying those things that, that you enjoy. And on that note, I thought another thing that is worth mentioning, especially, I'm going to be using Melbourne as an example. But do not worry, if you're not in Melbourne, this tip will also apply to you. And it is to look for cool things to do in your city. Because sometimes we get caught up in life and um, it's always the same thing I said before. Study work, study work going out one day on the weekend and then rinse repeat for three, six, nine months, a year, two, three years. And then it's like, oh my God, I live in this city and I haven't been to this place or I haven't done this or that. Well, 
One way to avoid that, it's probably to start checking out for some festivals, some activities. There may be some, and then this is where things get interesting because you could even find so many free things to do. Just for example, for my Melbourne people, you could easily go to the art gallery. And if you said, oh, I've never been or I went there six months ago. Okay, it could be time for you to go again. They have some really cool exhibitions and I would say most of it is for free. You can even just walk in the city, not just going to the typical places that you go. Just go for a walk. You could check out Hosea Lane. You could even just walk around the botanical gardens, but a proper walk, not just just going for a quick check, taking a photo. No, no, no. Taking at least, I don't know, let's say an hour, uh, 45 minutes, maybe a bit more, maybe a bit less. You could check out the Shrine of Remembrance, take a photo of the city, walk around and kill the road, check out Albert Park. I mean, that already is like three, four activities that you could do. It could be a full day for my Melbourne people. Then you have got things like the State Gallery, Melbourne Museum. And again, these things are free. So if you, let's say, I don't want to say you if you don't have much money, but let's say if that could be an issue, if you're looking for something on a budget, I mean, it's free. Then we could keep thinking of other things to do. Like I'll, I'll bring up an episode, sorry, I'll bring up something that was mentioned in a previous episode. From memory, this would be episode 22. And Claire was suggesting, hey, just go to a new suburb, talk to a few strangers, check out a new, let's say, a new place to have lunch or a new place to go for a cafe. And again, there are so many options here in Melbourne. You could even just do that. You could go to a shopping center. If you like shopping, maybe you're not going to buy something necessarily, but maybe you're into shopping. Maybe you just like walking around, checking new shops. And again, you've got lots of options. You could go to High Point. You could go to, uh, what's the other one? Doncaster and Chadston. Those are probably the biggest ones. And then, you know, outside of Melbourne, you've got some more options. Sydney people, Adelaide people, Tassie people, and basically anyone that is in other cities listening, you could apply the same thing to your city. At least in Melbourne, we have, or there is a website called What's on Melbourne. I think if you just type on Google, what's on your city, you could find some really cool options, some really cool things that you could do that will give you lots of ideas to basically get started. You could be doing this on your own, or you could be doing this with friends, or you could even, again, just be, let's say, more, ah, what's the word? You could be more adventurous and just check out. There may be a group of people, maybe there is just um, some people that are into doing that activity or that thing that you like, and then all of a sudden you are mixing a few things. You are trying something new with some new people. You could be meeting friends or you could be making new friends, basically. And then, again, you are checking out things in your country. Sorry, not in your country, in your city. That would be fantastic. Look, I've got a, an example that I wanted to share with you, and it comes down to, to a concert that happened a few months ago here in Melbourne. It was the it was Kiss's last concert. Kiss is a rock band that has been playing for like, I don't know, 40 years, I think, or more. And I asked a few friends and I said, hey, bro, we should go and check out this concert. And, you know, sometimes friends are busy or they don't like the same band. And they told me, no, sorry, Emilio, I can't make it. Duh, duh, duh. All right, fair enough. A part of me thought, well, you know what? I'll just go on my own. But then 
someone that said to me, hey, why don't you just put it on Facebook? Maybe someone wants to go with you. And I thought, nah, yeah, nah, maybe I shouldn't do it. But then I just posted it on Facebook. Hey, I want to go to Kiss. No, actually, it was more like I am going to the concert. If you're thinking of going or if you would like to go, message me and we can go together. And guess what? Two people messaged me. Did you think I was going to say 10, 15? No, no, no. Two people said to me, hey, I really like that band. I didn't know you liked it. We should go together. And the cool thing was that I hadn't met with those friends for a few months. So it was a really cool opportunity to catch up and also enjoy the concert. And again, you never know these things if you don't try them. So I would highly recommend you push yourself and you, you try things because, again, you just, you just never know. Now, before I tell you the next two things that are quite helpful as well, let's go for a quick break and we'll be back shortly. If you need to translate a document, especially for those that need a natty translation stamp, like bank statements, driver's license, birth certificate, you name it, I can help you out and translate them for you. Yes, you guessed it correctly, I'm a natty certified translator. The best way of getting in touch is via email. My email is emilio at teacheremilio.com. You can find my email in the show notes. Just send me your documents and tell me a bit about yourself. I'll review them and send you back a quote, usually within 24 hours, and after that, all I'll need is your approval. And boom, you found a translator that will take care of your documents and you don't have to worry about them anymore. And of course, if you know anyone that is looking for a translator, now you can tell them about me. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and well, it is time to come back to the episode. All right, all right, so we talked about two things. One was looking for cool things to do in your city, and the other one was doing things that you like or that you enjoy. Now let's move into the last two. One of them, sorry, let's say the third one, is going to be writing things down. This is a habit that I've been, let's say, sorry, that, uh, let's say a habit that I picked on a few years ago, and it is basically as simple as having a journal or having a calendar, basically, where I write things down so I can, one, organize myself, but two, having an, a journal or having a diary, whatever you want to call it, basically a notebook where you can write things down, wow. That has been extremely powerful because, as I just said, not only you stay organized, but again, look, I'm not a, an expert in the topic. I'm not a doctor or anything along those lines. But at least for me, when I get stressed with life or with anything that's happening, the fact that I can just sit down, write something down, I, I don't know, guys. I, I really don't know. But I've got a bit of a theory, and it is that when you have got something that stresses you out, when you start thinking and thinking and you just start overthinking about it, all of a sudden you get something really tiny, whatever it may be, and then it becomes a huge thing. And now you're worried and you think about it the whole time or the whole day, you are stressed out and you just can't take that out of your head. Well, if that ever happens to you, my suggestion, my humble suggestion would be to buy a journal and then, or, or a book, you could get basically any journal or any book. In case you're interested in, or if you would like the new book or a journal of this type, I use those called Moleskin. It's a really cool brand. And anyways, I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can check them out. 
And well, the, the thing that I would say is when you get stressed about any of those things that, again, you cannot take out of your head, my advice would be just write it down. Write down whatever that may be. And the fascinating thing is that all of the sudden, it's almost as if you take it from your head and then you stick it on the on the piece of paper. And the cool thing about that is that now you obviously still have that worry, but somehow you have like transferred it out of your head. I don't know if this is a way of, let's say, tricking yourself or something to do with tricking your brain. Like I've said many times in the episode, I'm not an expert, but hey, I thought I have to share it because it's something that really helps me. If I'm stressed about something, I just write things down. This is the thing stressing me. And again, you could take this as another step further and you would just brainstorm, okay, what can I do to fix this? Well, look, maybe it is something outside of my control, but I could try this thing or I could do this other thing. And all of a sudden, you've got now the thing that worries you down on paper so you can like visualize it. And then you can look at all the different options, all the different things that you can do to, let's say, tackle that challenge or that thing that is there, let's say, uh, hmm, what would be a good word? That is there annoying you. And and yeah, I would highly recommend it. It's been working for me and it's something that I try. So yeah, I thought it would be good for other people to try it as well. But now, the final tip, and this is if you've got something really big that is bugging you and again, you just don't know what to do, I would say the best thing to do would be to seek help. This could be with friends, this could be with family, and sometimes we may not feel comfortable talking to friends or family, and this is where talking to an expert in the topic, someone that knows, someone that is prepared and capable of handling this type of issues that we may have or something that maybe happened to us. Maybe there's nothing wrong with you and you, you are just going through tough times. Everybody goes through tough times, and again, I know that life overseas can get very stressful very quickly. And, and having that chance to talk to someone that, again, is prepared, that has studied and is ready to help you, that could be just a lifesaver in many, many cases. And this is where, again, I have to mention a guest that has been in the podcast twice, and his name is Nestorine Counseling. Nestor is extremely professional. He works here in Australia and he's got, he's got his counseling business going. You can get in touch with him via Instagram. I'll leave his details there. He does sessions both in English and Spanish, online, face-to-face, -face, you name it. Best thing to do would be to get in touch with him. And basically, that would be, again, something that is extremely important. If you feel that, you know, it's getting out of control or you're really struggling and you tried writing things down, or you've tried other strategies, I don't know, like maybe going for a walk, or you tried meditating, whatever it may be, it may be time to get a bit of extra help. And sometimes we all need a bit of extra help, and there are people out there that are willing to help us. So yeah, check out his details in the show notes. And again, massive thank you to Nestorin for all his support. And well, I think that would be a good time to wrap up the episode. The four things that we discussed are doing things that you like that are good for you the second one is looking for cool things to do around your city the third one is going to be to write things down and the last one is to get help 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you had a good time with this episode. I really enjoyed it. And well, I'll see you in the next one. And up until then, bye for now. Boom.